Welcome to Touched and Empowered, a show created to empower individuals to value their lives by hosting think tank discussions that will inspire positive action. Touched and Empowered with Katie and Ace starts now. Welcome back for part two of the pillars of Touched and Empowered. So if we do the definition, okay. A special advantage, immunity, permission, right, or benefit granted to or enjoyed by an individual, class, or caste. Somebody who has the right. Someone who has an advantage, immunity, or right held to the prerogative of status or rank or exercise to be exclusive or determined. I can't, I can't English. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's, a, it's a, determined of others. Principle I of see. granting or maintaining a special right or immunity. So let's talk about that because I feel yeah. like that's something that's really important to understand, ladies and gentlemen. I got to ask you, Katie. So when we think about people of privilege. Okay, privilege in quotes, gotcha. I don't, I don't see that word. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Okay. Like my thought, and th- this is just my thought process. Okay. For me, people of privilege, and I know this is probably going to ruffle some feathers. People who live in Beverly Hills, I don't people who live in mansions, people who have six figure incomes, Ooh. people who seem to have everything available to them and not have to work hard for it. And I know that that is just appearance. I know that is just a perception of what I, the definition that I grew up with. Gotcha. Because I grew, I grew up in the point as to where I was firmly told I am working class and I am not privileged to anything. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that's not true now, but it's it's interesting. I actually, I'm like, kind of, it's not true now. I'm like, it's not true now. I have yeah. just as much right to do what I want and get paid for it as anybody else on this planet. Yeah, said <laughs> that with my giant wing. <laughs> this shirt, by the way, somebody gave it to me, and I'm just like, oh, thank you so much. It's lots of ruffles. It does look like you're trying to fly away. <laughs> I can't look. I have wings today, apparently. Um, but I understand what you're saying. So it. So the word privilege, I actually didn't really understand it, nor did I have a conversation about it until like five years ago. Because um, I, I just didn't. It didn't click. Mm-hmm. Because when I was younger, right, first generation American born. Parents, working class, you know, father's a building engineer, very good at what he does. My mother, it was a nurse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they thought I could be a nurse. And I was like, those poor patients and how many times I'm going to needle them before I get their blood. Like, no, it's not going to work. <laughs> okay. Um, then I thought about being a teacher because that's what I knew, Right. Right. But I never understood what privilege meant. I thought that's there's something there, 
I'm going to go get it. And that's all I thought. Makes sense. All right. Thank you. So when I was sitting at this, I was actually sitting with um, Neil Strauss, who is the author of The Game and the Truth. Uh, we could put his bio below. I yep. highly recommend the truth to anybody who's going through um, a rough time in any part of their life, especially after breakups. Very great book. Uh, he's also a really good friend of Orlando Bloom's, um, and they have a good dialogue in the book. So when reading the truth, I met Neil Strauss um, through Instagram because I wrote a prompt that actually got a lot of views, and he enjoyed it and invited me to his writer's dinners in Malibu. Ooh. Cool, right? So these are all talented people. Um, and he lo he loves taking a group of eclectic perspectives and sitting down. It's a good way to like essentially find new ideas for books. It's a great right. way to like hear other perspectives to really get where people are coming from. Right. And he created this, uh, he, he prompted us to discuss privilege and this was five, six years ago. And I remember sitting there thinking, I don't have that. Like I was actually thinking I didn't have privilege. Like I was like, what do you, what, what, what do you mean privilege? And I'm not understanding that I actually had everything of that, except the six figure salary at the time, <laughs> everything. <laughs> and uh, I had access to mansions through friends. If I guess if I wanted to build a six-figure salary, you know, that's something that's going to take some time then to right. build. Um, other things of that nature. Like I just thought of it as something that I didn't have, which was interesting because that wasn't true. I had an entire network. I had mm -hmm. a work ethic. I had integrity. I had everything that you need to open doors. I had a really, really good um, uh, diversity and inclusion mentor who is like the third most powerful woman in cable. I built everything off the sweat of my own back in order to open these doors for myself. And then I've created my own state of privilege. And I had no idea while I was sitting at that table because I didn't get it. And now I'm like, oh. And that's six yeah, I could have it, pulled resources and it, it's all the perception of I'm going to say the perception of the word because it's you know people will look at I've been told I've been told that people have looked at me and said that I'm privileged because I own a house I never considered that as being privileged. I just know that that was something that was done because my yeah. parents owned a house. Right? You know, it wasn't that I had, I mean, I worked hard to get this house. Yeah. But I can see now that my eyes are open to this, I can see where in somebody else's perspective, it could appear that this was handed to me. Exactly. Especially, it's funny because I can inherit my parents' properties if after they, they don't have many, ladies and gentlemen. Just so you know, it's not like I have like the freaking English Empire here. Like they they have some property, right? Um, and I could in you know inherit it from with my sisters, right? 
I also understand that there are some kids where the only thing that their parents own is an apartment that they rent. I get that. Right. I do. Um, another but, thing is, go ahead. But it's the meaning that we assign to it. Yep. Because I have a lot of really good memories of the apartment that I lived in with my mom before she married my stepdad. And we moved into a townhouse. Mm -hmm. I currently live in a townhouse. You know, my son's off to college now. I'm thinking of downsizing. Why? Because I can. <laughs> air quotes privilege. No, yeah, I'm, kidding. Quotes, I'm kidding. Air quotes privilege. You know, because I have the, the choice. And I really think that that is a better word instead of privileged. It's because Agreed. we're choosing to use what resources we have to the best of our abilities. Right. And the fact that we even have a platform, that is a privilege. Right. Right. That could be perceived I, as a privilege. Yeah. Oh, it's a huge privilege. We not, we're not only like we, we have a we have a show. We're on many platforms. Thank you, Nicole. Like thank we you, Nicole. actually right. We actually have like, notice how we keep saying thank you to our producer. Yes. Um, well, and you're true because. Pre-COVID, I would have never considered this a possibility in my world. No one would want to listen to me on a podcast. What would I have to talk about? I want so, ladies and gentlemen, just to give you an understanding, um, because privilege, I know that we we just discussed it. I don't want people to feel like I don't want to, and I can't control you, but I don't want you to feel like right. privilege is something that you have to ascertain. Like you have to like, you don't have, like it's out of, out of your grip. That's not true. No, everything privilege. is attainable. Exactly. Privilege, you build, you can build that and you can create that as a foundation. If that is your platform, if you're building a platform, if you're building a network, if you're building anything, you will have privilege. Yes, because you would have put in the sweat equity whether it be your time, your talent, your treasure, it doesn't matter. You would have put in the sweat equity to make it yours. You know, exactly. this idea that I, uh, when I was younger, this idea that I had of people who just had stuff handed to them because they came from families of money, they have just as many problems as those of us that grew up in houses without that much money. Right. Do you know how much time it took me to build an Instagram with a following, okay, I didn't take that one, but, but <laughs> it, it, took a, it took the sweat equity though, because it you took the sweat equity posted constantly for a while. Yeah, I did. Not only that, creating with those photographers, with those videographers, even editing things, just like taking the time to learn the algorithm, like all of that, right? When I built it, I had the privilege of being like go, being an influencer at events. Like I had the artist pass for Coachella, things of that nature. Because after I built something, I had the privilege. Right. And that's something that we all should probably be aware of is like, you can do it too. I grew up in like a suburb. My parents are, you know, they told me that they moved to this area and we were driving past it in New Jersey one, uh, one day. And they were like, we moved to this area when we first got here, I'm like, oh, was it safe? They're like, no, it wasn't safe. It really was, it was not safe. No, it was not a safe place. And I started laughing 
as we're driving and I'm just like see we can build our privilege like you know, absolutely you can it, your dreams if you build it they will come you build your purpose your choices your actions all of this feeds into your soul and others will recognize that and that's what grants you access and I'm saying access instead of privilege because it's a privilege to be invited whether or not you show up but it's still you have to have access and you can't have access if you haven't done the work to get there exactly especially like all right so ladies and gentlemen I was invited to an event I was invited to a few events but um the tickets were $3,300 or $1,500 these are the types of events that um we get invited to it is a privilege to even pay that amount sometimes yeah when you have it of course you know when you have it you absolutely have it. um the fact of the matter is it was a privilege to even get invited and be able to actually pay that amount. Otherwise, uh, they don't invite you. Yeah, sometimes just getting the invitation is honor enough. It's like the honor of being nominated for something, the honor of being invited to something. You know, I was invited to speak on a summit to help support authors because I am a published author. I never considered that anything significant because they're all compilation books. Our best-selling, uh, three international best-selling books, four, something, uh, I can't keep track. See, but, we do that. <laughs> do, do you see, that's a privilege. You know how many people are like, ah, oh, I can't wait to write my book and then be a best-selling author. I literally remember when I first became a best-selling author and I went, Wow. We take that for granted. Oh my not gosh. Is, no one has that opportunity. And not I'm, I'm, not, opportunity. I'm not trying to belittle it or anything, but no. I worked with some great collaborating authors on these books and the people who helped produce them and publish them and market them did a fantastic job. And yes. the fact that I am now being invited to speak to help support people who want to be authors, because I've been there, done that. I mean, that is an honor that I am surprised that I was asked. And I'm still surprised that I was asked. And I'm, you know, I figure I'll figure out something to say when I get there tomorrow. <laughs> Yay. Well, that's funny. So yeah, it's like if being asked these opportunities are amazing. Sometimes right, another thing, because I use, I don't know about you, but I feel like FOMO guilt sometimes when I can't say yes to like opportunities. Um, yes, remember... but I'm changing my definition. Okay. Yes. Yes. There, there was this, there were two opportunities that I actually couldn't commit to. And one of them I have to tell today. So it's like, it is still, I, I do appreciate when people still give me the opportunities and I'm grateful sometimes it's not the best deal for me. Um, right. And that's okay. Like if it's something where I find that it's a, an aligned fit, awesome. But sometimes it's not, and that's okay. It's still an you honor to be asked. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. It's very appreciated to be asked. And it's nice. There was this weird Instagram post that I saw once about how like, 
if you pass on something, like it just means you're better than the opportunity. I'm like, no, that's not the reason no. ever. So no, whoever... you don't pass on opportunities because you're better than that. That's that's a uh, that's not a, a victim mentality. That's a I gotta stick right. on my ass mentality. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry. I like the candidate. I'm, I'm not sorry, but that but that's the truth. I mean <laughs> sorry yeah sorry not sorry no I'm not sorry because for somebody to turn down the opportunity to speak you know it's turned down for a couple different reasons and it could be anything from time commitment to availability to it not being in alignment and then the people who think they're holier than thou I've had instances where people were invited to speak on the suicide prevention show committed to speaking and then not show up so as we were mentioning thank you this is why you always acknowledge when you're invited to do something even if it doesn't even if you're not in alignment with it acknowledge and say thank you but no thank you exactly Especially, all right, so I'm going to say, if somebody offers me something, right, I will be grateful. Sometimes it's, you know, it's an alignment. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes I do get offended when people get mad at me for not agreeing to something that I don't want. (laughs) Well, Everyone everyone has their own world. Yes. Um, and it's a matter of priority and values. Like, what are your values? What are your priorities? If your priority and value is fame and, uh, you know, like a, uh, money grabs, I'm not good. At, I'm not happy. Not my thing. Right. Not my thing. Making a quick buck is not your thing. No. See what I meant by we build it, right? Yeah. Um, cause then you can trust the income too. Like I can trust True. when like the money's going to come after I build the thing. Um, but that's the other thing. So the point of the matter is, um, when it comes to priorities and values, you can tell, especially if the timing is off, if somebody calls you and you're busy yep. and you have something that is like, this is, this is top priority and value for my life chances are the other thing it's not isn't yeah and you have to choose and it's gotten really easy for me to choose as the years have gone on just because one you get to know yourself you get to know what you're what you're willing to sacrifice and what you're not and then you're also willing to figure out what's not like good for you you'll feel it And it's all about, it's a combination of feeling it and sticking to your boundaries. Yeah, not everyone can do that. Yeah, and that's something that um, I'm still working on, sticking to my boundaries. Um, I'm still working on it. (laughs) (laughs) We're both still working on it. We are works in progress. And that is okay, because one of the things is that you know, that's the joy of learning. Learning what is 
what feels right, what feels off when it comes to invitations to speak on other podcasts or to speak on summits or to participate in events um, as you were invited to. It really is learning as to what sits well with us versus what feels off. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you'll know, like, if you're trusting that internal, like, hey, let's do this. Shit. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But I might have to. That's the that's the issue with this is also where we're going to tie right back into our four pillars. Mm -hmm. Right. Authenticity, sincerity, um, dignity and felicity. Felicity. Sorry, I was just enjoying the word. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Felicitatiously. I don't know if that's how you say it with an adjective. No, we but it sounded good. (laughs) Right? I was like, (laughs) it's it's like saying like, not, not, you know, it's Norwegian. Norwegian is so cool. Not Norway, but. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to make up our own words. It's okay. It's okay. You'll understand. As long as we um, get the definitions, we're good. Right? But (laughs) for, for. For instance, these podcasts, we've designated specific times to be here and speak. And we've consistently done that, um, especially with our interviewees, interviewers, together, co-hosts, whatnot. We've committed to that, right? Yes, absolutely. Anything that could try to get in the way of that, which is really interesting. A lot of things haven't, which is cool. Yeah, there, the, I think there were like one or two times where something outside of our control intervened and said, you're not recording today. And, it, and you, you know, know what? Power outage, storms, but that's okay. A hurricane. Hurricane. <laughs> that's a hurricane earthquake, I'm guessing. <laughs> yes, that's what we had. We had that here. We had a hurricane. You know that, like, the thing that was going off crazy, like, everyone was like, oh, my goodness, there's a hurricane in California. And then the next day, it was sunny. But we did have a, we did have an earthquake, and we did have rain. So that was, that was real. <laughs> At the same time, that was a hurricane. Wow. Okay. New word. Hurricane, yes. Um, but it was really interesting, because regardless we had so many episodes ready we have so many episodes ladies and gentlemen we have like three months worth of episodes right now already recorded and ready to go which nothing apparently nothing's stopping us from, from no, putting out this and, podcast and that's the beauty of being able to do the pre-recordings is because right now we have the time available to do the recordings every week, mm-hmm. record one, two, sometimes three episodes, depending on how mm-hmm. long we have the recorder turned on. Right. Or even funnier enough, like, I didn't expect us to have an explosion of, like, interviewees. Oh, my that gosh. Was... They all showed up at one time. <laughs> More than 20. I was like, and they, they're still trickling in, which is really cool. Yep, But I think the entire month of September is nothing but podcasts with guests for the entire month of September and Thank like you, half of October. <laughs> this is what happens when you have a great network of networkers. But it all ties back to the fact that, you know, we are still 
holding true to what we believe that this podcast is capable of. 100%. And ladies and gentlemen, to sustain and keep us moving forward and growing, please feel free to support us through the link below. When it comes to donations, a percentage does go to the Teen Suicide Prevention Society, and then the other percentage helps us keep afloat and even grow. So your dollars mean so much to us. We do appreciate it. And it does go to an incredible cause. And sincerely, from the deep parts of my heart, I was trying to find other words for that. But like, seriously, from the deepest parts of my heart, I really do appreciate your support and also um, for your attention. Thank you for watching and being here with us. Yes. Thank you for your time and listening in and for all of the comments that I've seen so far on our episodes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to leave us comments. We do greatly appreciate it. And they are read and heartfelt. So thank you. And on that note, we love you. Love you lots. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us. We hope that the discussion today will inspire you to take positive action in your life. Until next week, be empowered.